John, got any personal experience of accidentally triggering a social justice warrior? Seems like something you hear about in the internet that gets overblown. No, I never had a face-to-face -face confrontation or anything like that with somebody who is just so militant social justice warrior. But, uh, but uh, like, m most of the, the – I mean, I have – I know people who are social justice warriors, but I never really learned they were such – social justice warriors to the degree that they are until i saw what they were posting on facebook that's been really enlightening you know like uh in person they're very not obnoxious and like fine to talk to and deal with like i don't care what you believe if you're one of these leftist people like if, if you're just not annoying then whatever fine but then they get on facebook and then like, it, it was someone on Facebook that shared that image I tweeted that it was like a screenshot of a textbook that said of, of a textbook for like a social sciences course. And it was saying like some some bullshit, like there's no such thing as reverse racism. It's basically this bullshit that like white people can't or minorities can't be racist against white people because the definition of racism is based on a system of power and oppression, which it isn't because you look up the definition of racism and it's exactly what you would think it means. It means prejudice on the basis of race. That was the thing about that image. It was saying like, uh, um, it was saying you can be prejudiced, uh, minorities can be prejudiced against white people, but they can't be racist. It's like, well, Racism is prejudice based on race. Like, are you a fucking retard? What's the matter with you? Like, what are you, who are these people publishing books when they don't even bother to go on dictionary.com and look up the literal definitions of these words that they're so eager to define for everybody else? It's like, fuck you. Seriously, you arrogant cockmasters. What are you doing? Like, you realize you're like, you're like, you're radicalizing a whole generation of kids and people who are like, they're trying to make sense of the world and they're listening to fucking retards like you, you know? They're like, oh, you can't be racist against white people. <laughs> Minorities can just do whatever they want in, in the pursuit of gaining power or uh, leveling the playing field, you know? John rants so much, I think his heart will explode one day. I'm just so angry because this is all I think about now, this shit. How everything's bullshit. It really is. Everything. I just feel like I'm surrounded by bullshit on a daily basis. Whether it's on Facebook or the news or friends, the shit I'm watching, the t television shows. I don't know, man. Are you sure you can judge people based on what they repost and share on Facebook? Dopamine probably gets the best of them on there, and they don't think about what they share. Yeah, that's true. But I, I just pe wish these people would think before they shared something. You know? It's like they can't just examine... Like, all that person who shared that image, before she shared it, all she had to do was actually look at the image she was sharing, read it, Go look up the actual definition of racism and realize there's a mis misalignment in ideas.
that alone would be probably be enough to be like, oh, maybe I shouldn't share this. Like, maybe she doesn't necessarily disagree with the image, but maybe she'll at least go like, maybe I shouldn't share it. Because maybe, you know, it's not as quite as fucking bulletproof as I originally thought. I saw this other one where it's like, uh, uh, I think it was from the same girl too. And it was, it was a different image, but it was running along the same ideological line of like, um, uh, you can't be racist against white people because white people have all the power and blah, blah, blah. And I basically, ca I, I called her out on it in the comments. I was just like, this, the ideas proposed in this image is fucking ridiculous because it's presuming that you can't be racist against white people, which is obviously not true because all it means is prejudice on the basis of race. And what are you telling me that a, a, a person of color can't be raised to hate white people? Of course they can. People can be racist as white people against white people, just like they can be racist against anything else. And white people can be racist against them, obviously. Like you can, doesn't matter what you are, you can hate a person of a different color for whatever reason. It doesn't matter. Maybe you were taught that way, or maybe you you witnessed something that made you hate a particular race, or maybe you know these are just they were just stories handed down from one generation to another, and it's like, well, I hate white people too, or I hate this color. I hate that color. They all suck. I don't know, man. Nope. Internet today is what cars were 100 years ago. It's an advancement to help our lives become easier. Oh, fuck. I lost it. John is racist confirmed. Well done. Do you play on GameCube, John? If you do, any specific favorites you, you would recommend? I love the GameCube, man. Uh, Luigi's Mansion. Super Mario Sunshine, Eternal Darkness, Sanity's Requiem, uh, Resident Evil 1 Remake, um, bunch of other ones, Melee, there's a shitload, I'm, f I'm forgetting a bunch, but yeah, GameCube was the shit, good console. Solid. Wind Waker, yeah. Yeah, I heard Luigi's Mansion's coming to the 3DS. That's pretty cool. Is it possible to love everyone and hate everyone at the simultaneously? <laughs> Didn't need the at the, but uh, I know what you mean. Uh, I don't know. That's interesting. I mean, I guess that's kind of what people do on a daily basis. Like, they love and hate everyone simultaneously. Like, everyone. When when you break it down to the individual, I think it then becomes a matter of either or. It's like you love or hate someone. But I can see, like, if you're talking about the species in general, on a level that's not interpersonal, like on the level of just a generality of the species... Then yeah, you would you would say you have a you would have a love hate relationship with the species, right? Because you acknowledge simultaneously that the species of ca is capable of doing very good things and very bad things at the same time. 
See, I, th- I think everyone's in a perpetual state of loving and hating the species. So you're okay with 10 to 13-year-olds being exposed to pornography? Where the fuck did that come from? No. So real talk, John, do you think the social media maelstrom is contributing to the downfall of liberalism and factual certainty in issues like racism or hate crimes? Factual, certainly, certainly, but I don't know if it's leading to the downfall of liberalism. Well, it depends how you define liberalism. Is Are you using liberalism to define the, the regressive left or the left as a whole? Because I don't think the, the... I don't hate the whole of the left. That's just stupid. Like, I consider myself on the left. Left-leaning. I don't hate everyone on the left. I hate I hate anybody who goes too far with it, whether it's one side or the other. I don't think that I don't think the KKK should be out there, you know, hating on people for things that they can't control, and I don't think the left should be out there trying to mandate all this retarded language. Like all these fucking pronouns. Because that's, that's just the in, inverse of Nazism, you know? It's like, you will talk like this. You will say these things and you will think these things. You know, it's very easy to picture those words coming out the mouth of a Nazi. But it's like, if it comes from the left, oh, it's okay. Because they're all good guys on that side. Right? Oh, literalism, not liberalism. Whoops. Sorry. So how do you define literalism then? I mean, I assume literalism literally means (laughs) regarding things in a literal sense. Right? In which case, yeah, because people say, like, literally Hitler and all this shit. I mean, I don't know if I'd say that's the fall of literalism, but it's just hyperbole taken way too far and to to achieve some political end. You know, it's like, oh, everyone on the right is literally Hitler, so that means I'm right. You should watch David Irving. He's a historical revisionist. Isn't that inherently a bad thing? You don't want to revise history. You want you want to see history for what it is, right? You don't want to revise it so it clean it up so it looks good. That's a problem. That's how that's how we we repeat our mistakes over and over is if we don't study history for what it is. I literally can't even right now. (laughs) Yeah, it's really disheartening to see so many people get herded into these politically correct camps. Such a waste of political capital when we could all be protesting the corporations. Yeah. John, the new wave of Gmod Machinima is fucking amazing. The new wave? You mean like just 
like a wave of film, like a bunch of people are doing this. And I guess this is made with Source Filmmaker, right? Yeah, people make some amazing shit with that. Ever listen to the Ruben Report? Yeah, I listen to Ruben. He's he's pretty cool. John, you've got me literally shaking. Why? What, did I say something? The content shouldn't be available in the first place. My kids didn't have the option as kids. But nowadays, parents should have options to disable incognito mode. So you're you're talking about ch children accessing pornography, right? I don't, the thing is, like, they're they're gonna be curious one way or another. I mean, I hear this in school all the time. A friend of mine is a teacher, and he had to go to these like uh, like professional conduct meetings, and they talk about certain scenarios that teachers find themselves in. And then they're like, uh, what's the proper way to respond, right? So one of the scenarios that was suggested was that what if a teacher brings his laptop to school, connects the laptop to the, to the big dis front display, shows his desktop for the whole class to see, and then it turns out that he has like a porn up, like in a browser tab or something. And then he has to quickly close it or whatever. It's like if that happened and all the kids saw it, it's like what what's the proper way to to behave as a teacher if that were to happen, you know? And it's like, uh, well, the, the first thing you have to do is you have to tell the administration. Like you have to report it to them. But it's like, what, what do you do in that moment? It's interesting because, like, I was asking about it because I didn't even know. It's like, fuck, what would you do in that situation? That's interesting, you know? Um, does the laptop belong to the school? No, I don't think so. Well, I mean, it could be either or. Sometimes it could be a laptop at the school. I mean, you, you I, if you were loading up porn on a school laptop, that would be pretty fucking stupid. But I can see teachers bringing their own laptops to school and stuff. But, uh, yeah, so, like, what do you do if there's, like, porn on the thing? It's like, well, you can't just gloss over it. It's like, anyway, uh, math problems. <laughs> it's like, you got to say something. It's like, okay, look, that was on my computer. It shouldn't have been there. It was inappropriate to show you guys. I'm very sorry. Does anybody have any questions? Does anybody feel offended? If not, we can move on. Or if so, I'll be happy to answer any of your questions about what you just saw. Or like, I don't know, that's tricky. Because then that's just inviting kids to like troll you, you know? It's like, what's your favorite kind of porn? It's like, wh what do you do with that? You know? It's uh, like, I guess just, uh... yeah, it's tricky. I mean, I guess you, you'd have to address it. And then, I don't know, joking, like throwing a joke in is the right way to like... You have to acknowledge what the kids saw on the screen was wrong, right? It's like that, as a professional, I that shouldn't have been on my computer and I should have made sure it wasn't on there before I projected the screen. You know, you got to say that. And then I guess you would just move on from there. It's like, okay, moving on.
if anybody has any questions, they can talk to me after class, something like that. And then the class ends, and then you go to the administration, and then you want to be the, the first to report a situation like that. You don't want a student going and doing it for you, you know? You don't, you don't want to have to explain after the fact. It's like a student had to tell us that they saw this material, and now it's like, let, then you come in after the fact and it's like oh I can explain this makes you look bad you know if you don't go in there first see me after class yeah haha <laughs> nice and then uh, what, what was my point before that Fuck, I can't even remember Oh yeah, people. Oh yeah, that that was it. We were talking about kids having access to porn, and how my friend was going on talking about these scenarios. But the thing is, like the kids, the kids see porn on the screen, right? And then it's like you have all these teachers overreacting. It's like, oh, these kids are scarred for life. It's like they're not going to be able to understand what they just saw. And I'm just thinking, like. Like, kids are way less naive than people give them credit for, you know? It's like, half those kids probably watched porn that morning before even showing up to school, you know what I mean? It's like, they, they probably know what porn is. They probably saw the exact same video. They're probably jerking off to it on Pornhub, Pornhub the night before. It's like, d this illusion that kids are all so fucking innocent and fragile and they see something like this and it's going to destroy them... That's retarded. I saw some gnarly shit when I was like under 10. And it didn't scar me. I mean, if anything, I think it gave me a, a valuable sense of perspective. You know? I mean, I, I would rather see some shit like that as a kid than be naive. You know? It's all about truth, you know? What truth? What is what is the true behavior of the species? And you don't really want to shield that from kids. You know, cuz kids got to learn what people are capable of and what they do and why they do the things they do. It's it's a valuable tool. You know, they can use that to defend themselves, you know, when they're out there in the real world. 10-year-old cuck confirmed. Ha ha. <laughs> that word never gets old. Do you consider yourself an existentialist? Sure. After all that, you're going to ask me that. Is that a troll? What the fuck do you think? Just been ranting about existentialism for the past hour. You sound mildly existentialist, John. Would you would you define yourself as that? Not a troll. Thank you for making me smile, man. <laughs> I'm glad to, glad I made you smile. You still on, John, my boy? Yeah. How you guys feeling? You want me to stick around? Should I end the stream here, or do you want me to keep going? 
it shows a lot to you and your millennial friends that if your wife says it's wrong, it's probably not right. Keep going. Okay. All right. I'll see what other material I have. How are we at for viewers? 117 on YouTube. 11 on Twitch? What the fuck is going on with Twitch? Seriously, I have hundreds of Twitch subscribers, and but no viewers on Twitch. It's fucked up, yo. Um. Hmm. Oh yeah, fucking ICBC. I fucking hate ICBC. Well, how many of you guys are American? Do you even know what I'm talking about? Have you seen Martin Scorsese and his stuff about film and directing? No, I don't think so. Duh. <laughs> ICB root beer? No. I'm American. I have no idea. Insurance Company of British Columbia. Insurance, I think it's company. But anyway, I was just uh, been on the phone with them recently. Because I, I, uh, I, went, I went to a party on New Year's. And um, I, uh, I crashed at the, at the place the party was at. I, I parked, I drove there. And I parked outside, and I crashed at that house. I crashed in a living room chair, and it was about two, th one or two in the morning, I think, maybe two or three in the morning. And I heard a loud bang outside, and I shot up from my chair. I was like, "What was that?" And then I waited a second, and I heard somebody dro driving away, like outside. And so, I walk up to the window. And I see my parked car that was at first parallel with the sidewalk is now at a 45 degree angle, like back tires up on the pavement, the front left tires down on the, the road, and the back is smashed to shit. The left tail light is smashed. Just a massive dent in the left body of the car. And uh, big repair job, right? She really fucking whacked it. And so I'm out there on New Year's Day in the, at like 3 in the morning out picking up all the fucking shrapnel that came off my car and my real taillight. And I picked, up all the, I picked up all the taillight pieces, put them in my back seat. Uh, I reparked the car so it was straightened out. It's because the, the road was so icy. And 
the road was also an incline and it was on like a U bend. So it's like there's a bunch of people that just come flying around that fucking corner. And, you know, they try, they, they see parked cars and they try to slow down, but they, the roads are too icy and they slam right into the, my fucking car. And, uh, so I reparked the car. I was super pissed off. The whole night was ruined after that. And then I, uh, and then, so I go back into the house and I go back to sleep. Right. I was like, fuck it. I'll deal with it in the morning. And then, so I wake up the next morning at about 10 and I go out back to the car and I see that, uh, there's now, there's a piece of paper inside a Ziploc bag that's stuffed into the crack in the car's body that was made by the impact. I'm like, Oh, what's that? I guess the, the, the person who collided with my car must've come back since the collision and left her number or something. And sure enough, I opened, I took the piece of paper out and there was a phone number on it. So I was like, call me, please. I was like, okay. So I, I call and it's an Asian woman. <laughs> Don't want to bring race into it, but it was an Asian woman, woman who smashed into my car. And uh, English was not her first language. And I had trouble deciphering what she was saying on the phone. But I got the gist of it. You know. It's like. Uh, she was. Yeah. She was basically just saying the roads were icy. And it was an accident. And. And she should have been going slower. And she'll take care of it. So. I was like. Okay. Cool. And so. A uh, couple days later, I call I, f I call ICBC, and uh, I file the claim, and they're like, okay, well, the person who collided with your vehicle has already called in and offered to cover the damages, so you're good there. I'm like, okay, good. And, um, and, and the ICBC rep starts asking me these questions. She asks me, uh, uh, what do you use your car for? And I'm like, I don't know, getting around? Like, what the fuck kind of question is that? What do you think I use my car for? I like to balance it on my fucking head because I'm training to be a circus performer. Like, I don't know, maybe I drive around in it. You know, it's kind of the utility of a fucking vehicle. But I realized that what they were getting at is like, what, what plan are you on? It's like, are you on a personal plan? or a work plan or a school plan because it's like you you pick a plan based on where you go to and from most days you know it's like are, do you typically go out and drive to work and drive back i'm like well i'm like so i tell the lady at first i'm like i, uh, I don't know dri i drive around and they're like well for what kind of use i'm like oh, okay well i guess personal i guess but like i i'm self-employed and i work either from home or i go out and drive somewhere to work but it's not like a place of work where like i work for myself so if i drive out to write somewhere at a cafe does that count as a business trip or a personal trip 
Like, I don't fucking know. And it just makes me think that ICBC is deliberately compartmentalizing all these plans. You know, it's like, just so they can, they can get you. You know, it's like, like, like if I was in an accident, right? And like, I demanded coverage. It's like, ICBC could potentially use the amb ambiguity of that plan thing in their favor where they could just like, like if I was on the personal plan, they could just say like, oh, well, it looks like it sounds like to me like you're self-employed and you were driving out to work somewhere. So you should have been on the work plan. So uh, I'm afraid you're on the wrong plan and we can't cover you. Or it's like if it's the other way around where I'm on the work plan and it's I tell them I had I was in an accident and I want coverage and then they can just be, they can just flip the tables on me again and just be like, oh, well, we can't pay out because uh, we have you here as like a work plan, but you should be on a personal plan because you work for yourself. It's like they could spin it whichever fucking way they want if it comes down to that. You know, they can they have the option of doing that. It's just like you fucking slime balls. You'll you'll break it down to like the most ridiculous fucking detail just so you have an escape route, you know, if you don't want to, if you can't afford to pay out or whatever, or you don't want to. And, uh, and I was just there at one of their offices the other day getting my new plates. Or it was, it was because it was my mom's old car and we were getting the insurance switched over. So it was under like, I think a joint account, like it was her and my, my name. And, the process was to switch the insurance to solely being under my name. And for some reason, I needed new license plates for that. And so I have to unscrew the plates off my car, bring them in. They give me new plates, and then they charge me for the new plates. I'm just like, I didn't, I didn't ask for new plates. What the fuck is this? Why, do you need, why does my car need new plates just because I'm switching the insurance over? Why don't you just switch, like... Why don't you just like, you know, it's just a case of linking the old license plate to the new insurance plan. Like, what the fuck is so complicated about that? Don't give me this crap about how it's like, oh, it's permanently tied to the license plate. So we got to forge you a brand new one. Any, any kind of fucking fee that they can milk out of you, they'll. It's so stupid. God, I'm just sitting there in ICBC like a like a toddler who's just like falling asleep. Like I'm just like how many vowels vowel sounds do I have to grunt out of my mouth? How many times do I have to shake my head up and down until I can leave this building? There's just like an endless bombardment of questions and fees. It's like, oh, do you want this coverage? It's a little bit more, but you get this and this and this coverage. Like, or learning about coverage that I thought I had, but I didn't. And it's like, would you like it now? It's like, I thought I had it already. I guess not. I guess you guys want more fucking money. Fucking assholes. I fucking hate ICBC. Just compartmentalizing everything down to absurd details. Just... To give them any excuse to not have to pay out if they're in a tough, in, if they're in a bind. And you know, they're already like, they were bankrupt and they had, they went to the taxpayers to get bailed out. But they're still doing this, 
you know, ridiculous shit. It's like, when are you going to get your fucking act together? ICBC. Assholes. The damage was covered, yeah. And I've only just... Like, that was New Year's. I've only just got the car repaired. Because, like, like, I had to phone ICBC and file a claim, and then I had to talk to the the auto the auto body shop I had to find one that was IC that had a partnership with ICBC and I did and I mean that wasn't really a problem but it's just like you got to inform them that your car is damaged you got to you bring your ICBC claim to them and then they've got to take a bunch of weeks to like contact ICBC and and find out if they can get the car parts that you need and then you know you know that it's like a month goes by or two months until the actual repair of the car takes place and then that takes like two weeks and i need a courtesy car and shit it just took a while but it's all done now thank god yes i know about the sopranos prequel i'm very excited about that yabba gabba goal what happens when you try to resist the gabagool it's too delicious can't stay away sopranos is back with a fresh a fresh serving of gabagool <laughs> delicious fucking gabagool is this what every growing boy needs john what kind of hentai Hentai do you watch? Exclusively tentacle porn. To my knowledge, all insurance companies are like that. Yeah, they're all bullshit. Everything's bullshit. Everything's just a money-making endeavor and everything's full of shit. Everybody and every every organization is completely full of shit. And I hate everything. It's not the Sopranos anymore. It's not the Saints of Newark or some shit. Yeah, something like something Newark, yeah. What else did you expect? They're out to Ilky Dry, John. Yeah. That's just it's just pathetic money sucking. And it's like, oh, it's okay when ICBC does it cuz we're an official government entity. So that means we're cool. We're super cool. Give us all your money and fucking uh Bell. I hate Bell. And I, like, they were charging me ridiculous amount for the phone plan I was on. Because I was, I was locked in on this fucking contract with them because I bought a phone from them that I really wanted. And then I had to ride that out. And then I went to, to Virgin for a cheaper bill. And naively, I was just like, you know, on my way over to Virgin, just flipping the bird to Bell, like, ha, ah, fuck you, fucking losers, fuck you, Bell. I'm with Virgin now, fuck you guys. Only to learn that Virgin is a subdivision of Bell. Fuck! There's no escaping these guys. It's like you, you get a, 
virgin bill sent in and it just says bell at the top of the bill it's like they don't even bother to hide it hide the fact that it's all the same shit it's just the only difference is that virgin if you're with virgin it's slightly cheaper for no fucking reason because you know it's it's still bell so why can't they just bring the price down if it's still them why are they charging more for some people on one plan and this charging less for other people who are on the same plan just because they're on a different uh, utility utility provider subdivision. It's like, who, who gives a shit? Just give me the lowest plan. I mean, that's obviously what I want to pay. That's the lowest necessary. But and it, the difference is that a slightly lower price and Virgin uses all this hip language. It's like you load up your PDF bill on their website and it's like, hang tight while the little loading icon is spinning. Spinning. It's like, hang tight. Fuck you. Were you talking all like street now? You know how what the kids lingo? You hip with the kids now, you fucking assholes. And Bell with their fucking hashtag let's talk day. Conveniently, at the same time that they were trying to rally all these companies together to help censor the fucking internet. In Canada, anyway. But, well, it's, oh, we got to distract everyone from how m the fact that we're such giant assholes that we're trying to, you know, censor the internet and encourage data throttling and all this bullshit. So it's like, ugh. We're we're doing this hat. We're uh, make up a hashtag. They'll they'll lap that up. Hashtag Let's Talk. You know. So it's like, oh, we're Bell. We we care so much about mental health and mental health awareness. Fuck you. This is all a big diversion. But no, everybody fucking laps it up. It's like, oh, Bell. They're so fucking sensitive to my my mental illness. And it's like, you know, every chick in the world is going to grab a hold of that hashtag and just have a fucking field day on Facebook and Twitter. It's like, thank you, Bell, for opening up this conversation. Now, here's a here's like a billion paragraphs on why I feel sad every day. That'll distract them. Right. Everything's just such a fucking load of shit. And I don't blame these people for lapping up all this shit, you know, because to acknowledge the, the, the truth is to acknowledge the, that the world is a very grim and selfish place, you know? So it's like, I hate these ignorant people, but I also envy them, you know? It's like, wow, you still believe that we live in a good world. Like, how lucky are you? I was on, I, you guys know what the dodo is, right? That fucking group on Facebook that posts all that viral, cutesy, emotionally manip manipulative animal shit. I hate it all. I was trolling a bunch of people on there. Just because I just, I got fed up one day with, with the dodo. And it was just like, uh, it was like, I mean, I, they all they post the same shit all the time. It's just like, uh, it's just so f blatantly fucking manipulative. But all these, 
their retarded fucking fan base just laps it all up and just seems to wholeheartedly believe that the dodo gives a remotely gives a fuck about the well-being of animals which they don't you know because um, an animal in pain or that's suffering is just they can turn that into advertisement dollars that's all they're doing because they don't fail to put an ad break in every one of their fucking viral videos and you'll notice if you pay attention that those ad breaks are very strategically placed they're right after or right before a significant reveal you know, you know, there's just trying to generate revenue, advertisement revenue. And it's like, I mean, I'm, I'm trying to make money on the Internet, but I mean, at least I'm honest about it. And I'm making something that's actually funny and it's a product that people want. But I guess you can argue that the videos that the Dodo makes is a product that people want. But it's like. I think you got to have pretty shit taste. I guess it does give you some kind of emotional fix, or at least these people anyway that are such fans of the Dodo that they see these videos. They're like, oh, that puppy's sad. That makes me sad. Oh, but now he's he's with a good family and he's having a good time. That makes me happy now. And that gives them enough of an endorphin rush, I guess, to get through the day. But I, it's just so self-deceiving. You know, it's it's... It's pandering to these people. It's like, don't you see what they're doing? I mean, they're they're just monetizing your uh the the fact that you feel emotion based on these seeing these videos, you know. And just the the patron the condescending way they fucking phrase the text that accompany their videos, and the on screen text. You know, they, like they color one half of a sentence white and the other half of it orange because I guess they presume that their audience has trouble, you know, reading and formulating s complete sentences in their head. Like they're all fucking brain dead idiots. It's like I can sound out a sentence. You don't need to fucking color code the words for me. I get it. This animal is sad. I didn't need you to color half of that orange. It's like, oh, what does that mean? Oh, the animal is sad. Oh, I get it now. It's so manipulative. Because it, it just boils down to such an obvious formula every time. Sad animal, happy animal. You know? It's like, it's got to start off sad to get your attention. It's like, oh, people couldn't possibly this be this cruel. I got to see what this is about. I gotta know this puppy had a happy ending. And then he does. Oh, what a relief. And it's like, great, you just gave them a advertising dollar. You know? Yeah, that's that's all they're after. But they're so disingenuous about it. I mean they they claim it's just about spreading animal awareness. Awareness of animal cruelty. That's what it's all about, right? Spreading awareness. Because we're such great people. And it's just, oh, earning advertisement dollars, that's just a symptom, you know? Well, we just happen to make money, but our real concern is the animal's well-being. Bullshit. If all the animals ha were, weren't suffering, you wouldn't have an organization. You wouldn't be making money, you know? So I, I just get tired of seeing this shit. 
It's like, oh, fuck you guys. Like, you're not, you're making money off this shit. You're not even, not even honest about it. If you were honest about it, that would be a different thing. You know, it's like, hey, we're in this business to make money. It's like, fine, cool. But their website is just so patronizing and holier than thou. So, like, oh, we do this for the animals because we care. No, you don't. And stop fucking lying to yourself. Stop lying to us. Stop lying to everyone. So I, I I leave them a negative review on their own page, their Facebook page. I'm just like, oh, the Dodo's bullshit, and here's why. And then I had all these retards from their fan base commenting. It's just like, how could you say such a thing? And just like, all the all these women, of course, it's all women that are like commenting at me, leaving me all these snide comments. Like, none of them which refute my argument that I'm making. It's all just like, oh, somebody's bitter, you know? Because if you don't like the Dodo's videos, you just must be, you just must be a bitter asshole. It's just full of hate, you know? And the world could use less of people like you. It's like, yeah, I'm the one with the problem, right? I'm just trying to be real here, you know? But they're bullshitting you and you're bullshitting yourself. It's like, fuck, I might as well just talk to a fucking brick wall. Yeah, all the women on Facebook, because they lap that shit up, right? It's like, oh, animals, I love animals. Oh, puppies, oh. <laughs> you, you just have to put a puppy in front of a woman and their brains, like, you can see the smoke coming out of their ears, you know, like they're malfunctioning. It's like, oh, cuteness overload. I love puppies. Zzz, zzz. <laughs> who hurt you that's what they always fucking say yeah yeah exactly yeah they 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 gotta try their hardest to paint you as some corrupted like uh traumatized tortured soul who the only reason you could be this bitter is you know if something terrible happened to you in your past it's like fuck off I'm just being a realist, man. I'm just trying to be expose these this organization for what they are and how they're preying on you idiots. But they don't even care because they're just happy enough watching these stupid dodo videos regardless of how obviously emotionally manipulative they are. Like they're designed to do that. It's like a f it's like a f emotionally exploitative formula that they nailed to a T and they they repu they replicate the same formula every time. So someone like me who's seeing this shit, it's so hard not to see, you can't unsee it. You know, it's like this is manipulation. It's like I can't fucking unsee this shit. But I don't know, do you just let the fan base enjoy it or do you just let something like the dodo grow and grow until it just takes over all of fucking Facebook? Because it's just full of that sh content aggregation shit, you know? <sighs> You're just sick. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. If they can dismiss you as being a lunatic or crazy, that means they don't have to argue with you. And, of course, they don't have any argumentative skills of their own. And they, don't even, they couldn't win a debate to save their fucking lives. So, of course, they've got to pay, paint you as a big evil boogeyman. Ugh, he can't be reasoned with. Blah, blah. 
They want to not admit the truth and have a happy life when in reality it's near impossible. Yeah. Muted, unfriended, blocked. Manufacturing Consent is a great book that studies the media's role in society. You should check it out, man. Yeah, maybe. Manufacturing Consent. I've heard of that, I think. Hey, John, they're taking gun videos off YouTube. What do you think about it? <sighs> what does that even mean? Gun videos? Like, what? There's a lot of videos with guns in them in a lot of different contexts. So, like what? Like, footage of real guns at, like, firing ranges? Like, why would you take that down? All that's showing is just, like, yeah, sometimes you're curious about how a gun works, and so you do a YouTube search for, like, whatever assault rifle, see how it fires, and then you see how it's fired and the damage it does. Is, was that putting the idea into people's heads to commit these mass shootings? So, obviously, the answer is to just pull all gun videos off YouTube. Yeah, that sounds like a great idea. He means IRL guns and displays, and they're sweeping historical weapon docks soon. Historical weapon docks? Like documentaries? Fuck me. To clarify that, YouTube has decided anything that portrays firearms, even history channels and stuff like that, must be taken down. That is beyond fucking stupid. What the fuck is this with a roommate? What are you guys talking about? You guys get off on all these weird fucking tangents. And then they catch wind and then other people start asking about it. John, you can't show guns in your machinima portions of the show now. Well, yeah, where do you draw the line? Are in-game guns bad too? I mean, because... Surely that's a more dangerous image, you know, a video game gun that's shown gunning down a whole bunch of players. How is that? I was watching that any less harmful than, you know. I mean, there isn't there aren't any videos on YouTube of guns shooting real people like anything like that would get flagged, obviously, because you don't show death in like videos. Like you would only ever see a YouTube video of a gun shooting at like a target or something on like a, a safe controlled range or maybe not a range, but just somebody's backyard where it's not a big fucking deal. Or maybe the gun laws aren't, aren't too harsh or whatever. I don't know. That's YouTube pulling down all videos that have guns in them is stupid as fuck. And I guess, I mean, Seriously, if you're going to do that, I mean, you might as well pull all the video game guns videos down as well, because it's not really any less harmful. And good luck with that, because half of YouTube is fucking gaming streams, and nearly every video game has a fucking gun in it. God, the world is so fucking stupid. It's no wonder people are so fucking angry. I'm upset.
I fucking hate this shit. Everyone's a retard. I like how I have like a fine a fine ass roommate all of a sudden. People just started talking about a roommate and all of a sudden I have a hot roommate for sure now. <laughs> the MK Ultra is working. Oh yeah. Wow 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 wow. Oh, the MK Ultra. There's a very strong case to be made that YouTube functions like a public square and that Google blatantly violates the First Amendment, which when they censor or demonetize videos, they disagree with. Yeah, well, I'm glad you clarified a difference between censorship and demonetization there, because I agree with that. I don't like that people equate censorship with demonetization. It's one thing to be demonetized, and it's another thing to have your video, like, deleted, you know. If you're demonetized, you can still be heard, you know. That's not censorship. <laughs> John, where's your tinfoil hat, you crazed individual speaking out against the righteous? John, I feel you, man. Thank you. I'm glad I'm not fucking alone. world's a crazy place. John, you would be a fool not to to not listen to these reasonable people. Bring her in and have her talk about demonetized... Oh, shut the fuck up. Yeah, my fucking imaginary hot roommate that I have all of a sudden. My Victoria's Secret model that's been just standing just off camera this, this whole time. I'll be with you in a minute, babe. Yeah, I'm, I'm just streaming right now. Opinion on the government people chemicals in the water that turn the freaking frogs gay. <laughs> it's a gay frog epidemic. We got to do something about it. It's like being shadow banned. By the way, did you hear Twitter denying about shadow banning people? Well, what does that mean? Getting banned without like an official statement? You're just, your account's just gone one day, is that it?